Hey, Kim. Hey, listeners. Welcome to Pun and Fun with Kim and John, the weekly podcast where two best friends come together to talk about anything and everything, entertainment and pop culture. Kim, how are you doing? Now that it's much cooler, I am much better. How about you? Dude, I am sore as fuck. Listeners, before we do a, a deep dive into our topic for the week, I mounted a TV in my bedroom and I am feeling pain in my body in areas that I didn't even know existed. <laughs> <laughs> so if I sound subdued, it's because I am heavily medicated on 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 aspirin, so on pain relievers. <laughs> so that that was my weekend. Well, I have to say, and this is for you and the two, hopefully now three listeners. Um, <laughs> yay ratings! Um, <laughs> that you sent me the pictures of your home uh, do-it-yourself project. It was amazeballs. I like when I move. If I ever fucking move. I am hiring you, and I'm going to have you stay over. I'll put you up in a hotel, whatever you want, just to make it look like your wall. Like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll move into your house. That's the wall. <laughs> oh, thank you, Kim. No, dude, I, I got to be honest. I mean, you know, you know me better than anyone. This is not my realm. This is not my thing. I'm just surprised first of all that the tv is still mounted and the wall hasn't come crashing down um <laughs> but you know listen i was proud of myself i watched some youtube uh videos i got my little drywall sore i got some you know i i even hit the wires behind the wall um which again i was very impressed with myself <laughs> this will never happen again that what i just did over the weekend is a once in a lifetime for me. <laughs> so, but anyway, I'm sure the listeners don't care about that. But that was my weekend. Well, we I'm gonna. Say, going, huh? I'm sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, I you did such a good job. It's hard for me to believe that you did not hire someone. That's how good it is. <laughs> like, I'm convinced that you paid someone in cash to do it. Thank like, you. It, it looks so good. Yeah. No, I. Well, thank you so much. That's really, really kind of you. Um, and. So, and I also want to apologize to our listeners because, you know, you and I, um, we endeavor to really, you know, put out like a weekly podcast, but because of the July 4th holiday, um, we, you know, just forgot about it. So that was our bad, our apologies to our listeners. So we're even going to see if we can try to do like a bonus episode to make up for the week that we missed so with that thank you for joining us um i think we are going to do a deep dive into netflix and some of the shows that we are really looking forward um to seeing when they come out what do you what do you think i think that's the perfect topic for this week there's a lot on netflix right now it's I, I can't, it's a plethora. There's no reason to leave the house. Just sit your ass down, put on the air conditioning, some popcorn and enjoy. Dude, and now that I have my TV mounted in my bedroom, <laughs> it is it is on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> Dude, I'm serious. So, okay. You are currently watching 
what the fuck is it called fear street this is this like a trilogy can you tell me what what is this about because i've been hearing a lot about it and it's horror so i'm already game (laughs) fear street and i'm not i feel like when i saw i saw the first two it's it's a trilogy and i feel like when i saw the first one at the beginning credits i think i read the words rl stein who's, you know, a famous um, young adult children's author towards that scary genre. Okay, um, wait a minute. I might be out now. No! <laughs> <laughs> Time out. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Saved by the Bell. We can't do a timeout. <laughs> wait, is this the dude that did, like, I Know What You Did Last Summer? No, I don't think so. I think that'd be too hardcore for him. Wait, I thought I thought I know what you did last summer was based on an R.L. Stein like story, but Kevin Williamson did the screenplay. What? Kevin Williamson being like the creator of Scream and our personal favorite, The Faculty. But yeah, is I thought so. No. I don't know, but I feel like we need to rely on our two listeners to Google this and let us know. <laughs> Drop us a hashtag or something. <laughs> R.L. Stein, not the right author or something, yeah. Yes, to our two devoted listeners, please drop us um, a note or a message just being like, you are wrong. Kevin Williams, <laughs> like R.L. Stein did not do, I know what you did last summer. And, you know, um, this is our favorite podcast. So feel free to leave that message at any point. (laughs) (laughs) We're delegating that to you, please. (laughs) Thank thank you. Thank you. Looking for volunteers. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I'm sorry. So um, you you got through um, part one. Yes. And I got through part two, which is oddly funny because I feel like when I was scrolling to see what's good on Netflix... They had said that part two is available as of the 16th, but it said play now. I'm like, but today is not the 16th or not past the 16th. Either way, I pushed play and I was able to see it. So I have, uh, I've watched part one and part two. And do you know anything about the story? Dude, I I know shit about it. Like, I I honestly don't know anything. Like, I mean, is this like an homage to like horror movies? Like, what is it about? So it's it's kind of cute in the sense that when I watched it, it gave me feelings of like, um, especially for people who've seen it, um, the opening for part one reminded me a little bit of the opening to Scream. And parts of it felt very um, a throwback to the movies that were coming out during the early 2000s, late 90s. So basically, it's about a town that has serial killers galore. And it'd be one serial killer killing a whole bunch of people. And then a few years later, it happens all over again. But as it happens, they find out it is because uh, a witch was hanged back in hung, hang. Well, you get the hint. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, grammar police. Um, (laughs) A witch witch was murdered (laughs) in 1666. And this she comes back to possess the locals to commit these murders okay just fyi sorry i would be so out of that town it's not even (laughs) funny (laughs) like yo i i need to move okay but i'm (laughs) 
<laughs> I feel like it's safer in Haddonfield of Michael Myers, right? Dude, um, seriously. And then, so basically, part one ends up with the survivors um, trying to connect with a survivor from the 1970s, and that leads into where they do a throwback to the 1970s and what happened then. And I thought the chemistry was great. It was gory. It was fun. Great soundtrack. Yo, part one for me was a little bit weak, but I'm looking forward to part three. Okay, so I I seriously need to check this out. But like, are we? So is the second one? The second one takes place what in the 1970s? So are we going back in time to sort of fill in more of the story? And then is part three going to be back to the present? That do, I do don't know. know any, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, does each of them end? I, I mean, is it obvious that there's like a to be continued after you see the first one? And then after you see the second one, it's clear that there's another chapter awaiting or are these sort of standalones? It's clear. Uh, I'm sorry. Clear that they're standalones? Oh, sorry. It's clear that they're connected. They're connecting. Okay. Because, I mean, if this is like an American Horror Story shit, I'm out. No, we're not going circuit. No, we're not doing that whole Ryan bullshit circular what's going on kind of thing. No. No, because I I need a map, I need a notebook, and a pen when I watch American Horror Story. Because <laughs> that shit is like way con- like I first of all, I thought e- I thought each season of American Horror Story were gonna be standalones. Then we got into like season seven and shit or whatever, like Coven or whatever whatever number the eight apocalypse and then they started kind of giving hints that these are all tied together i'm like and i'm out me too i'm like this should not be a venn diagram what the fuck is going on (laughs) no i completely agree all right well i'm definitely gonna put that on my cue so that's awesome i'm I'm glad that you enjoyed that i really liked it and to let you know and anyone else who's short on time if you don't want to see one, I since I enjoy two so much, the beauty of part two is that they do a wonderful recap of part one. That saves you some time. So up to Ooh, you. Well, sh- should I do one or should I just go right into two? Because you, you know my time is limited. I... <laughs> <laughs> I would do two. And if you liked it, go back to see one. Yeah. And so I really won't sort of be deprived of anything like i will i understand kind of like like the characters and stuff like like i don't i don't need to know anything about part one they do such a good job of like recapping everything because this is great there is two things that you should know when you see part two but i can easily explain it very easily all right all right cool well thank you you're welcome i hope you like it (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) um so Here's a great segue. Um, Kissing Booth 3. We go from horror to more horror. No, I'm okay. <laughs> it's Joey King. That's horror. No. <laughs> Any relation to Stephen King? <laughs> Jesus, no. Oh, my God. All right. So, to our two listeners, you don't understand. Well, first of all, I am. I have been toothing the, um, the trailer for third and final installment of the kissing booth trilogy which let's be honest i don't there's 
no way that this series needed three films, but it doesn't matter. Because <laughs> I am I am eating that shit up like a like a pint of Hagen does. <laughs> but um, so they released the final trailer, and so um, to our listeners, we have Joey King. Um, she plays this girl. The way that they ended the second movie, she has a decision um, uh, as to which college she wants to go to. Um, and it, I mean, isn't that right? Like she's picking between the two college, like two colleges. And um, it was it okay? Okay, here we go. Here's my affinity for Kiss and Booth. And now I'm all, <laughs> I already need a refresher. Hopefully, they, hopefully they can do a recap in the third movie. <laughs> No, wait, wait it, does she have to pick two colleges or she got accepted and needs to tell Noah? I... Totally <clears throat> blanking, I'm sorry. I am blanking on purpose because I don't really like... <laughs> 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 You're so helpful. <laughs> <laughs> we, we should delegate this again to the two listeners. <laughs> oh my God. Well, basically, I just remember that she got accepted... And so she's going to need to tell Noah. And so we have a lot going on. I mean, there's that. She needs to tell her BFF. She she needs to tell Noah. She needs to figure out what she wants to do. And then in the second movie, they introduce probably um, the most amazing character in the Kiss and Booth franchise, as far as I'm concerned. And that's Marco. Yeah. Yeah. The only one that matters. Yes. <laughs> Fuck Noah. <laughs> Noah had his time. It's time for Marco now. <laughs> Dude. I mean, so listen, if, it, if it's not obvious to our two listeners, I am all the way team Marco. Um, but what I'm disappointed about and hopefully this is deliberate, is that based on the trailer, yo, Marco looks like he's in this movie for like maybe 15 seconds, and we're going to have problems if that's the case. Because <laughs> if this is a cameo, I'm, I'm like, I want to know now because I'm not even going to bother watching it. <laughs> I, I feel like when it comes out, I may have to read the reviews to see how long he's in it for, because I'm not sitting through that for... 10 seconds of Marco. No. And let me tell you something. Like, Kissing Booth 2, I think, clocked in longer than, like, Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, I mean, by the time Kissing Booth 3 comes out, that's just going to be longer than, like, Ben Hur. <laughs> like, <laughs> And I'm like, this is not complicated. Like, all you need to do is, like, tell Noah and pick a school. You could be done in 10 minutes. (laughs) Oh, my bitch, you're 18. How many problems can you have? (laughs) (laughs) Try our lives for a day. (laughs) You know, serious. Yeah. Like, the hardest decision is, like, what to have for breakfast. Calm down, kid. Yeah. I mean, listen, I put, like, two holes in my walls. It's going to take... It took... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like the <laughs> matching my TV. <laughs> I'm losing it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to edit this. <laughs> 
no, but like the kissing booth three is gonna is gonna be longer than it took me to mount my TV to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> that shit took longer than my taxes. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but <laughs> in case the listeners are still confused, I am excited to see. <laughs> are you really? Are you sure? <laughs> oh my gosh. You. Because you're my best friend, and, and because I love you, I will watch it. Dude, I'm thinking we need to do a joint viewing party. Serious. Oh my god. Okay, I'm down for that. I think we're. I, I think we're gonna have to do it. I think so. I think it's a must. It's the. It's the third and final. I I feel like that day that we're gonna watch, I'm gonna need a nap and have like all my munchies on hand because it's gonna be a stressful ride. Yeah. Dude, I'm gonna have a bottle of Moscato. <laughs> <laughs> Rose? Anyone? Dude, I'm gonna like I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna like dim the lights. <laughs> it's gonna be on again now that I've got my TV mounted in the bedroom. <laughs> oh my god. So but, and you know, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead, please. Oh no, no, go ahead. No, no, you go. <laughs> No, I was just gonna say, and I'm sorry. We can be done with this. From the trailer, <laughs> it seems like now, like they have like a new list. So they have like a they had a BFF list, like rules, like things you could and couldn't do. Now all of a sudden, it seems like they're introducing another list, a bucket list. Okay, listen. <laughs> At my age, I should have a bucket list, and I don't. <laughs> She's not even in college, and you have a bucket list? Like, what is going on? Like, what kind of bucket list can you have when you're, like, a senior in high school? Like, what, get your license? What the fuck is on the list? <laughs> like, I want to drive across a bridge. Yeah. I want to <laughs> throw a penny high. in a fountain. Yeah. <laughs> What the hell is on their? They're underage. What could possibly be on their list? I mean, you already have like a bucket list. I'm like, do you have terminal cancer? Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> this is not a fault in our stars movie. You don't need a bucket list. Yeah. Well, I mean, it kind of sounded like it. Like it is. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. Well, with any luck, they'll kill off her character. They're not really enjoy it, but. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. How do you really feel? <laughs> I want Marco to myself. That's how I really feel. <laughs> oh. uh. So, on the topic of the kissing booth, when does it come out, by the way? The kissing booth comes out, I want to say August 12th. It's definitely yeah. August. It's. Yeah, it's next month. Wow. For a so-so movie, they take a while to crank out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I am excited about Never Have I Ever. Dude. Oh my god. It's in my calendar. Season 2. Not wait for this. I have been counting down the days and also re-watching certain episodes and certain parts of certain episodes. 
No, I mean, this is definitely going to be a series that, one, I will rewatch. And I, and I already was rewatching it. I watched, like, the first four episodes. But I definitely have to watch, like, maybe, like, the last two before before diving into season two. There's no question. Like, I'm at the point where before I leave for work, I watch Debbie and Paxton kiss every morning before I go to work. <laughs> I pretend like he's kissing me as I go off to work. Like this, I got problems. This is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, listen. It is such an amazing show. It is funny. It has heart. I mean, it is emotional. It is. It's just such a good show. There's just interesting twist is just I, I really I really enjoyed the character development um, and what they have set up between um, Paxton and Ben I mean I'm really looking forward to the new season and what they do and where they go with it I, I completely agree with you I it's not often that I find myself laughing and tearing up, you know, on certain shows, and this is one of them. Yeah, definitely. And the chemistry and the acting and the writing is just very good, and you really do become attached to the characters, and they do the actors do a great job portraying them. Yeah, and the writing. I mean, no, I completely agree with you. I mean, with that show, like you, I feel like I have like both feet in both camps of like Team Paxton and Team Ben whereas in Kissing Booth 3 it's like not even a question like I'm riding (laughs) (laughs) it's like see ya Noah (laughs) stay in that arc and go away (laughs) we're good here No, I am really looking forward to the to the new season. Me too. Um, I mean, when I watch it in the morning, there are days I watch Debbie kiss Ben instead, but it's usually leaning on Paxton. So we'll see. So are you leaning more towards Team Paxton at the moment? God. I, I think so. And only because I was reading articles. I can't remember where. Maybe it was in Reddit or something. Oh, no. I was watching clips of it on YouTube. That's how bad it is. When I don't want to log in Netflix, I go on YouTube. Wow. Yeah. I <laughs> wow. I swear to you, I do work. <laughs> I do have bills to pay. Um, but, like, you know how people on YouTube post comments? They yeah. make They make really good points how... It was Paxton that, you know, saved her from the coyote, that picked her up from that party to take her home in time because she was yeah. going to miss curfew. Yeah. I'm like, damn, you're right. He was there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, Ben has said some really harsh things to Debbie. I mean, that that's a hurdle. But, I mean, they had a breakthrough, though, like at his party, Kim. I know. You know what I mean? Like that episode. I mean, shit. I think after we get done with this, I'm gonna have to rewatch that episode. (laughs) (laughs) 
but um, it's it, it, you know, and and again, and to our listeners, you know, this you know, Debbie is this um, is this girl. She is you know dealing with the death of her father, and she is holding. You know, she's she she has bottled up a lot of emotions. Um, you know, following the death of her father, and you know, trying to navigate um, high school, and you know, her feelings towards you know um, Paxson, with whom she you know wants to lose her virginity to, and she builds up the courage, and then like all the misadventures that ensue, and then her nemesis played you know. Um, uh, played by Ben um well I don't know the actor's name but the character Ben and um as the season progresses you you learn that um he has feelings um Ben has feelings for Debbie and just a a lot of like the family interactions and seeing the development between Debbie and her mom I mean Kim that scene towards the end of the season with her mom Debbie and her mom at the beach oh dude I I mean that was a box of tissues right there can I tell you I actually rewatched that scene and I cried as if I never saw it again uh, saw it previously it (sighs) all over again yeah it is so well done and it just it was beautifully written and beautifully acted and um i mean yeah i I just i can't wait i can't wait for the second i'm so excited dude that oh my god that's this wednesday right i think it's wednesday or thursday but yeah oh my god well it's it's fucking this week that's all i need (laughs) (laughs) it is oh my god okay so this this will get us through to the third and final kissing booth three to our two listeners, you probably will be getting some um, some episodes with us talking about Never Have I Ever. So please, I, I hope you, I, I urge you, I encourage you to um, watch this show. It's amazing. It's funny. It's heartwarming. Um, and uh, we probably will be talking about that in future episodes. Yeah, I, I mean, truly, never have I ever seen a better show. let's put it out there that is awesome um kim this this is this was another great episode i i love talking to you about netflix and all the the great shows that we have coming up i'm really excited same thing. I always have so much fun with you, and I look forward to hearing your review about Fear Street. Um, I look forward to having our movie nights to watch Never Have I Ever and Kissing Booth. This is going to be good. Yeah. I love nothing more than spending my days with you, talking with you. And so doing this on this podcast is just an extension of what I love to do every day when I get to speak with you. So this has been so much fun. I will definitely check out Fear Street. Um, Let's count the days since season two of Never Have I Ever. And fingers crossed, KB3. Team Marco, let's do this. (laughs) (laughs) 
So um, with that, um, listeners, thank you so much. I hope you have an amazing day and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Yes. And, you know, just want to remind our two listeners, please Google R.L. Stein. Let us know (laughs) how he was involved with Fear Street (laughs) or I know what you did last summer. So let us know. (laughs) Yes. Thank you so much to listeners. We love you. (laughs) Bye. Peace out.